Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And it, it's been a long day for me, so... Um, so I decided to take it easy on myself tonight. And we're having an episode of Blind Items. Yay! Um, we'll return to our regular programming tomorrow. Um, and Saturday we're supposed to have a Jesse Smollett episode. Um... Me and Will decided to hold off on on doing the episode last week when the story was at its peak. Um, because there was so much coming out and there's so much to talk about. Uh, so look for the Justice Small episode probably Saturday. And Sunday, um, it, Justice Small will either be, it'll be um, either Saturday or Sunday. And the opposite day we're going to do um, the... The business of writing. Um, so obviously we're not going to do a segment on that tonight, but um, you can catch up and listen to th- to that whole thing uh, sometime this weekend. Like I said, I don't know yet. I haven't made any plans. Um, but for our first blind item, comes from blind, go- blind Gossip, where all the best blind items are. And, um, as always with any of these, just head on over to their site. They have them all right there. This one is called Smackdown Over Big Mouth. And it says, This actor has made producers so mad that they are now looking to replace him. He is one of the stars of a major movie franchise. Every every decision around the franchise is very controlled, from casting to plot lines. Most of the actors are mature enough to keep their mouths shut about these proprietary issues, not our actor. And now his big mouth might cost him his job. Quote, if the public SmackDown doesn't work and he continues to treat proprietary production issues like they're a big joke, he's gone. Producers are already discussing possible replacements for the next installment. This has to be Tom Holland. We talked about it yesterday, um, or in the last episode, rather. One of these days, I will get that right, (laughs) I swear. Um, anyways, um, like, one of the big stories yesterday, um, came out that Tom Holland wasn't actually given a strip for Avengers Endgame. The Russo brothers, who directed and wrote the screenplay, only gave him his lines. And they didn't even tell him who he was, um, up, like, who he was acting, um, opposite of. Because he has such a problem with letting spoilers out and whatnot. And... You know, here's the thing, like... If if they do decide to fire Tom Holland, they might as well just hang up Spider-Man for a while because... It's ridiculous how many times they've rebooted that franchise in less than 20 years. Um, We've gone from Tobey Maguire in the first two movies in his Spider-Man series are among the best superhero movies ever. Um, And then, like, not even 10 years later, we got Andrew Garfield's trilogy. 
Which did not do so. Not even Trilogy. I think he only did two. And it, they didn't do very well. So then they rebooted um, Sony, the production company that has the rights to the Spider-Man character. Partnered with Marvel. And um, they finally got it right. And they were finally allowed to um, have some of... Some of the bigger name in bigger names in the Marvel universe crossover, um, especially Tony Stark and Iron Man, um, aka Robert Downey Jr. But here, it's, um, and they get a Sony gets a big promotional kick because uh, Spider Man has been in. Um, well, last year was the biggest movie of the year. Um, Endgame is expected to be the same thing. Biggest movie of the year. Um, so they so they get a big promotional kick out of this. And I can understand their frustration with, with how many of these spoilers and whatnot. But recasting, rebooting the franchise should not be an option. At this point... It, it's just old hand, and it's, frankly, it's just irritating. Um, I don't see any reason to keep doing that. Um, it, it just doesn't, I, I don't think it's going to work. I think you're going to wreck the franchise completely, and I don't know that you're, they'd be able to recover it. Um, you know, they just got Venom up and running. Um, that was a huge hit for them last year. Um, and Venom is obviously part of the Spider-Man universe. Um, they have a couple more movies from the Spider-Man universe, um, coming out. Um, and the animated, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, that was phenomenal. So maybe if, if you do decide to get rid of Tom Holland, just stick to the, the animated, um, cartoons. Because, frankly, none of us want to see another Spider-Man anytime soon. I do want to see myself taking a break and coming right back, though. And I'm back. So this item comes from Blind Gossip again. It's called Jerk from the Beginning. And it says, It's almost laughable how this celebrity plays her relationship with that male athlete for, for drama. Our girl is currently on TV. It's not a TV drama series, but she is quite the drama queen in real life. She knew that he was a liar and a cheater from the beginning. He was seeing someone else when they first started dating. He cheated on her while they were dating. She continued to push for an engagement and wedding anyhow. He stalled while he he continued to see other women. Although she posted photos on social media to try to convince you that their relationship was flourishing, the reality is that she knew he was a jerk and that the relationship was in trouble. Now she thinks that you should feel sorry for her. This has to be Jennifer Lopez and Alexander Rodriguez. And the reason why I say has to is because, frankly, if, 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 if there were this many 
cheating rumors surrounding someone I was interested in and or dating, he would be gone. Period. One or two, fine, you know, talk about it, suss it out, see, you know, get a gut feeling. But I'm sorry, more than that, where there's smoke, there's fire. And it, I think we're on like three or four allegations of A-Rod sleeping around at this point. Now, if that's the kind of relationship they have, if they have an open relationship, that's their business. And I don't think any of us have a right to say anything about what they decide to do. But it has to be their decision. And it doesn't sound like they have an open relationship. Um, And, you know, for those of you who are going to come at me and tell me it doesn't make sense, hear me out. You're wrong. (laughs) Seriously, though. Um, to me, it actually would make sense for them to have an open relationship. A, because we already know he has a a high sex drive. And she's, she's always out filming, um, she's either filming, um, uh, whatever, World of Dance, I think that's her NBC show, um, or, or a low-budget movie. Which, and I have to say this. I really do. I, I'm not a huge Jennifer Lopez fan. But I think she made a brilliant decision here. Going and doing these low-budget movies... Will keep her... Working... When her star has started to fade. And I say that because... Um, what she does is she only takes... A fraction of what she normally commands in salary um, up front and then she gets a lot of the back end so she'll make the movie like the movie can be made for five or ten million dollars and then it's raking in 50 60 million dollars so she's she's making bank that way um, she's getting royalties and She's getting money from the back end of all these other sales. So that is a genius move. I, you know, you you really do have to hand it to Jennifer Lopez for that. And the kind of movies she's making are the kind that are going to be perpetually played on, like, USA or um, some cable channel. Until the end of time. So, you know, really, brava. Um... She could have easily gone the Adam Sandler route and went with Netflix or signed with Amazon or um, Hulu or whatever. But but I think she was wise to stay in theaters and just take a lower lower percentage. Um, but back to back to the main point of this. Um, you know, then if, if if it ever came out that they have an open relationship, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't be surprised. Because she is always busy, she's always filming, she's always doing something. He has his business, he's um, a commentator, or was a commentator, um, I gotta ask Will again, I don't remember, um, for the Yankees, which apparently um, New York hated him for a, a while as a, when he was actually a player, but when he became a commentator, he kind of started to rehab his image. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, an open relationship I don't think is out of the question. Though, I, like I said before, it doesn't sound like they actually have one. Because if they did, I don't think these... I think th- that these cheating rumors would... Um, would not be around. Because where would the scandal be? And speaking of scandal, I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. Okay, so I ju- just before I read this one, I have to let you know that it does actually break my own rule. Um, but this is the exception. Um, and it's the only one that'll be made, um, for quite a while. Um, and at some point when, when I decide to talk about these people again, um, I have to tell you about some interviews I had. I won't name the sites, but I, I interviewed, anyways, um, this blind is called Shady and Clout, and it, of course, comes, um, to us from Blind Gossip. It says, this story is about a different athlete from the one in the previous post, the one that we just read. This athlete is in his 20s and is dating a young female celebrity. Perhaps we should say, quote-unquote, dating. Anyway, this athlete is a dog. He uses the visibility he's attained with the famous model to score with other women. Here's one story. A woman went to a club with her friend. One of the athlete's friends came over and asked if they wanted to come and sit at his table. He didn't talk that much and spent most of the time on his phone. However, when they got up to leave, he asked her for her number. She got together with him a few times. She asked him if he was dating model. He told her that he wasn't dating her, but that it was important for him to be seen with her every time, every once in a while because being seen with her gives him clout. Despite the fact that his relationship with the model is only for clout, he did seem a little paranoid about women messaging him directly. When he asked her to come over, she told him she couldn't, but that she could FaceTime him. His response? And these are actual text messages from the person. Come to mind. The response is, I can't today. I can FaceTime you, though. And he replied, yeah, just FaceTime me when when you're ready. And message instead of me, then it won't look like anything's happening. And the woman replied, okay. Basically, he asked her to contact him through his friend instead of contacting him directly. Shady. After a couple months of dating him, she got annoyed when she kept seeing him with model in the tabloids. She also found out that he was picking up other women in her area. So she broke things off with him. The woman says, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not staying around if you're out here fucking different girls every week. And are you serious? You told me when I met you last time that you weren't even seeing. And it's whited out. He said, was only at blank to see a, um, to a friend man. Everyone always says shit without even asking me first. And I already told you why. I make sure I get seen with her. Stop messaging me if you, if you want me phone blank or blank. You're such a hoe fuck. You're you're such a hoe, fuck you, and your small ass dick. Well, that didn't end well. So here's the summary. He's a dog, he uses model for clout. He be- behaves in a shady way. He dates multiple women. He's tall in real life, but small where it counts. 
any questions? And this has to be Kendall Jenner and Ben Simmons. Um, there's a there's a huge rumor going around that Kendall Jenner is actually a lesbian, and um, that she, um, Christian won't let her come out. Um, and a lot of people suspected when she did that whole big announcement thing that she was going to come out. And then it ended up being the proactive sponsorship or whatever. Um, so, I knew I said I was going to talk about it later, but since we don't know when I'm ever going to actually talk about these people again, <laughs> um, here's a little summary. I... I'm looking to leave my main gig, so I've been applying at... I've been applying for reporter positions at different sites around um, the blogosphere. And I had an interview with two of them. Both of them asked me about the Kardashians. And I told both of them that I don't really cover. The one I... Um, the one I interviewed at... Um, was not very pleased... That I didn't cover them and I don't like them very much. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming I'm not going to have that job. The second one was a little bit more understanding and said that they had other people who could cover it. If I could um, handle covering more of the crime um, and what the, more of the crime and whatnot. And I told them that that was fine with me. Um, because I love celebrity crime. I, I mean, you all listen to me. You know... I thrive on true crime for some reason. It's really crazy. Um, But, you know, the Kardashians are... The reason why I don't talk about them, the reason why I don't like them, is because everything they do is for publicity. Um, The only reason why I think Kim is still married to Kanye is because he gives good crazy. And... And keeps them almost relevant. Because, let me tell you, those two are not married for love. And Kendall is not dating Ben because she wants to. This is a PR setup, if I've ever seen one. And trust me, I've seen a lot. I've covered a lot of these. So... I'm waiting for these text messages to be made public. Not on blind gossip, where... Um, you know, they eradicate things and, um, but I'm waiting for this to actually be revealed. And once, once the story breaks, or a story breaks, Blind Gossip will reveal this, I promise you that. And I promise you that this is probably the last time we're going to talk about the Kardashians for at least three or four months. And I'm going to go and be right back. And I'm back. So this segment is very adult-oriented, so if you're under 18, stop listening, or make sure no one else knows that you're listening. (laughs) I'm just kidding. My target audience, well, not my target audience, but my my main audience is middle-aged lesbians. (laughs) And y'all think I'm joking, but no. (laughs) Lesbians and gay men are, are my... Bread and butter. (laughs) 
I'm gonna stop now and just read this blind. It's called Geek Has a Surprising Love Life. This male actor is one of the stars of a successful ensemble TV series that has been on the air for more than five seasons. He plays a serious character in a very funny way. He's rather skinny and geeky looking, so you probably wouldn't expect him to have much of a love life. Well, wait until you hear this. He has a girlfriend. She is not one of those silicone-stuffed Hollywood hanger-ons. She looks rather normal. She does have an, an incre- incredibly big mouth when it comes to talking about him. He would probably not be happy to learn that she has been blabbing about him all over town. She says that they first met when he quote-unquote rented her by the hour. After doing this for a few weeks, he decided he liked her so much that he asked her to be his girlfriend. She says that he doesn't care that she sometimes slept with half a dozen men in a day. She lives with him now. She says that he is bisexual. She says that he really likes her pegging him. We'll let you look that last one up. So, the most popular guest on this is Jim Parsons. And I just want to tell people, please, before you guess on a blind, actually look the person that you're guessing up. Because Jim Parsons is out, he's married to his husband, and they are very, very happy together. <clears throat> um, the, the, the guess I, I actually really like is Matthew Gray Gubbler. Um, he is on... He's on something. <laughs> he is, I think, Criminal Minds. Yeah, Criminal Minds. Um, and he's directed, like, 11 of the episodes. And, you know, he's he's supposed to be the geeky one, but he's also, like, the comedy relief... So, everything kind of fits with that. The only thing I... I should have done this after yelling at people to look... Um, um, look up their guests before making it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his girlfriend is... She's definitely not a hanger-on. And she does look like someone who may have worked in the sex field. Um, but, the, you know, there's something I really wanted to talk about here. Um, normally the segment would be where we were talking drunk writing and all that. Um, so, E.L. James wrote, um, Fifty Shades of Grey, and I, I told you guys, she really got it wrong. Um, like, the, the relationship between Christian and Anastasia is not how it is. Um... Maybe maybe there are some relationships like that, but by and large, um, mostly things are actually equal, and the sub is actually given a lot of respect. Um, and in some cases, um, the sub is actually kind of elevated above the, the dom. You know, the dom will, of course, like, take charge in, in the bedroom and... Say, this is what I want, you know, this is what you're going to do, whatever. But in public, um, and I'm thinking of one particular couple, and you guys know who you are, I know you listen, because you text me all the time and tell me that you're listening. 
um, I, I happened to find out that they were a dom-sub couple by mistake. Um, they're very cute together. And honestly, I would never guess that they've... The, the sub actually reminded me of me. <laughs> um, and I, I definitely don't consider myself a, 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 a sub here, but, um, but you know, they, they're a very cute couple and they bicker just like a, um, a married couple. They're not married, at least not yet. Guys, hurry up and get married so I can come to a wedding and get drunk. <laughs> Anyways, but they kind of like, they kind of walk me through how things work. And, um, basically the Dom was in a, in a straight marriage for a while and his wife pegged him. It was one of those things where they were trying to reignite the passion in the marriage and she thought that this was, would be a good way to do it. And he, it turned out that he liked it a lot and then... He asked for permission from his wife to start exploring that part of his sexuality. And she agreed, and eventually they realized that the marriage wasn't working because they're they're friends. They're not... So after dating around for a little while, um, the, the Dom found his sub... And the sub kind of said, this is what I'm into. They experimented. They both liked it. It worked out well for them. Um, and then, in case you don't know, and the, the one thing I don't like about this line is it kind of makes pegging seem like you should be embarrassed. If you don't know what pegging is, pegging is where a female will use a strap-on or a dildo and fuck her male partner in the ass with it. Um, And there are a lot of guys who actually like this. Um, I used to be on an app called Whisper, and when I lived in Detroit, there were a lot of quote-unquote straight guys who wanted this. Um... And one who actually said, like, if I can't be pegged, I'll take a real dick up my ass. So there's, there's nothing wrong with with this. And I don't like the kink shaming that goes on um, when it comes to pegging. You know, if it was something like bloodletting or hurting somebody, we can draw the line. But pegging is not hurting anyone. And when I say hurting, obviously sometimes people like pain in their sex. I'm talking like breaking bones or, you know, something that maybe the per- the other person is not getting enjoyment out of. Um, so, yeah, um, good on this dude. You know, he's openly bi and he he's asking for what he wants. And I think that should be applauded, not made fun of. And I think I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. So, this this item comes from Blind Gossip as well. And it is entitled, Liquor and Cheater. 
Remember when we told you that this female singer, without a lick of sense, was cycling back to the man who had previously cheated on her? There were a lot of objections over this. People objected because Licker had just gotten out of another celebrity relationship. People objected because they didn't want Cheater cheating on his current girlfriend to go out with Licker again. Well, you can strike one of those two objections. Cheater broke up with his girlfriend. The path is now clear for Licker. This is Ariana Grande and Big Sean. And Ariana Grande has quite possibly worse taste in men than I do. Um, one of these days, I'm gonna... There's a him blind. If you guys don't know who him is, let me explain. Him um, rose to popularity through Crazy Days and Nights. Um, there was a lot of speculation that him, H-I-M-M-M, M um, was Robert Downey Jr. And this led to a whole big um a whole big controversy. Cause Robert Downey Jr. was like, no, no, not me, not me. And they so people tried to trace this down to figure out who it was. And they said it was some guy in Virginia. And C-Dan faced a huge backlash over this because people started saying that anti-lawyer was lying and whatever. And him left. And then came back and then left again because people kept trying to guess their identity. Because they finally came out and said, we're four dudes who work in Hollywood. So people were trying to guess their identity. Even though they basically gave themselves away without ever saying who they actually were. Anyways, so there's a him blind um, centered around Pete Davidson where they draw him out to be this huge villain, this almost cartoonishly evil person who uses um the 9-11 strategy of losing his father in order to gain sympathy. And part of that blind says that he used Ariana Grande to climb up the fame ladder. And he did it by getting her hooked on drugs. And basically... Um, her team got together and tried to get him to break up with her. And they said, you know, we'll give you, this is what we'll give you. You know, and basically called him out and said, this is what you're doing. This is, you know, and one of the one of the team members had Ariana on the other line and she was listening to everything and um Pete allegedly confessed everything said yep that's exactly what i'm doing took the money and ran and that that's what led to the breakup and she was devastated
and allegedly got off the drugs and whatever. So her cycling back to Big Sean, who cheated on her and treated her like crap, is just another step in her cycle of just making horrible choices in men. Um, You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And that's exactly what's going on here. She's she's just cycling and, and doing this whole pattern thing without ever looking inside of herself and saying, maybe I'm screwing up somewhere. Maybe I need to do something different. And frankly, I think that's a little bit sad that, she's, that it's that way because... Overall, I actually think she has a lot of talent. I'm not one of those people who, you know, I love everything she does. Or, you know, think she's so magnificent. But I do think she has talent. And it's always sad when someone with talent is wasting it. Um, and they can't break out of this cycle. So I hope she breaks the cycle. Um, you know, if she is back with Big Sean, maybe they'll make it work this time. <laughs> But I really don't believe that, and I don't think you should either. But you should believe that I am ever so grateful that you listen every night with me. So thank you guys so much. I um, will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. And at some point this week, um, some point this weekend, you'll get the Jesse Smollett um, deep dive. And you'll get um, the business of writing. Um, so, hopefully by tomorrow, Will will smack me upside my head and make me decide what, what to do and what I'm doing it, and I'll let you guys know. Um, but until then, cheers.